This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Chuck Lamondola, our guest. He calls play-by-play for TCU baseball, headed to Omaha. Yeah, I mean, I certainly, uh, you know, I think Arkansas, you know, Dave Van Horn was at the end of it. He said people were questioning him about the series, and he said, you know, you're not giving TCU the credit they deserve. That team is really, really good, and they are playing great, great baseball. They beat us. It wasn't like we lost any of these games. They just beat our brains out. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Alliance Bank Central Texas by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business and by Diamore Fine Jewelers 4541 West Waco Drive where Waco gets engaged yeah you know it's all clicking on uh, on all cylinders right now and I'll tell you a funny story I don't know if you've read this or heard this but right about the time we were dead in the water which came back from West Virginia, and then we lost two out of three to Texas. Uh, Coach Sarlos said, hey, we're not going to – you guys seem to be worried about all kinds of things besides playing baseball. So, you know what? Kind of as, as punishment, he said, we're going to play the game – we're going to play today with our uh, batting practice jersey again. Yeah. We're not even going to wear our uniform top. Well, they have not taken those batting practice jerseys off since – Really? (laughs) It's worked. Yeah. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. On a Friday, well, a Friday in June, no less. Welcome in, John Morris Show. From the Alan Samuel Studios, that's Chuck Lamondola, who was with us earlier this week. Chuck is busy right now calling uh, TCU baseball in the College World Series. TCU opening against Oral Roberts right now. It is 2-1 ORU in the, let me wait and see, fifth or sixth inning. I think this is it? They are flying through this game. They really are. You just jinxed it, but they really <laughs> <Right>. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I was talking about. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I well, was, I was just going to say a uh, well-pitched game, the the number ones for both teams, well-played game, low scoring. So it is moving along pretty quickly. Yeah, and all three runs coming via the home run. Right. Uh, but TCU looks like it's threatening. They've got a man on second with nobody out. Two to one, bottom of the sixth inning. We'll keep you updated. This is game one of the College World Series. Game two comes up tonight, and then two more first-round games coming up tomorrow from Omaha. I love it. Welcome in. We'll keep you updated on uh, all that's happening in Omaha. The game tonight is Florida and Virginia. Tomorrow, two games, Wake Forest, uh, the number one overall seed, and Stanford. And then LSU takes on Tennessee, an all-ICC affair, the two uh, first-round games that come up tomorrow. As a reminder, Wake Forest, uh, going into the tournament, Wake Forest, the overall number one seed, they're still alive. Florida, the overall number two, they're still alive. Arkansas was three, they're out. Clemson was four, they're out. LSU is five, they are still alive. Vanderbilt was six, they're out. Virginia, seven, and Stanford, eight. Those two are uh, still alive as well. TCU uh, carrying the flag for the Big 12 Conference. And uh, Pat Nunley and I, yesterday, uh, Aaron had lunch with John Denton from TCU. He was coming through town, texted us, and said, 
come on, boys, you want to meet at uh, George's? And we said, yeah, that's all we need. Come on. So met him there. And uh, I asked him the question. You remember a few years ago, um, the year of the bear was 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. an, a, an unbelievable year, school year for Baylor athletics, mm-hmm. you know, football, uh, Heisman trophy winner, men's basketball, women's basketball, women's basketball, the undefeated national championship season, baseball, 50 wins to the, uh, super regional Baylor in those four sports had the most wins ever by any school in the country. So that was the year of the bear, 2011, 2012. I asked John, is this the year of the Horn Frog? You know, with what they've done already with, uh, you know, football playing in the national championship game and then ending here with uh, baseball in the College World Series. And he says, oh, yeah, no doubt. No question about it. So he had no hesitation in that. Yeah, it's been a pretty incredible year for, for their athletic department, especially playing for a national championship and making the college world series that their NCAA run for the men didn't, didn't quite, yeah, it didn't quite work out how they wanted. I, and, or how I thought it would, I actually thought they would make a a deep run. They were one of my uh, upset specials through most of the tournament, but still uh, a great, great year for TCU. Yeah. And they just tied the game. Oh, did they? All right. So it's two, two, there you go. Bottom of the sixth inning, TCU and ORU tied at two. Other uh, accomplishments this past year, um, beach volleyball. They've got a beach volleyball team. Uh, They made it to the semifinals of the NCAA tournament, uh, final ranking of number three in the AVCA poll. Um, Football, we talked about NCAA championship appearance. First team in Texas to make the college football playoff. Equestrian to the NCAA semifinals. Men's golf, Big 12 runner-up. Uh, rifle, the rifle team at TCU, the national runners up. Um, let's see what else was uh, significant. Men's tennis, a great year. ITA national indoor champions and an NCAA final four appearance, big 12 tennis champions, um, and volleyball to the round of 32. And then baseball is here, won the big 12 tournament. And here they are in the college world series. And they also won a non NCAA national championship, which was percussion ensemble oh. they actually split it it was a three-way tie with with uh two other schools that i don't even recognize the mascot i think one of them is Furman, but i just have to list the list they just yeah. list the event yeah. that they won in and uh the mascot so tcu also with a shared national title in percussion ensemble percussion ensemble there you go by the way the big 12 just dominates crop judging <laughs> every year it's a big 12 team whether it's a one of the Iowa schools yeah. or one of the Kansas schools or Texas Tech. Yeah. Um, then this year, Kansas State and Iowa State <laughs> split the title. Did they really? judging, yeah. So we rule. As Big we 12 should. rules. In the heartland of America, we should dominate. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that should be a Big 12-dominated uh, event. That's good. I'm going to ask next time I talk to Brett Yormark, hey, how about the dominance by the Big 12 <laughs> in crop You judging? never bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Those guys, those guys put in yeoman work That's every funny. year. And Wouldn't that be funny if he was in a big press conference and somebody asked him? <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you never mention the crop judging titles? Yeah, yeah. Dominant. Domination. <laughs> All right, so TCU, ORU, tied it to bottom of the sixth inning. We'll keep you updated on that. All right, here's what we have planned in the hour. Coming up in a few minutes, Craig Harper will join us. Craig is a good friend uh, for many, many, many years. 
And Craig worked at KWTX TV. He worked at WFAA TV in Dallas, worked for Below, the parent company for uh, Channel 8 before they uh, were sold. And Craig was our radio engineer for 25 years on Baylor football. He and I started the same year, 1987, and that was on football. And and actually before that, Craig, when he was just a you know kind of a teenager, he was working doing uh, engineering for games for Baylor. So Frank goes way back. I mean, Craig goes way back. And the reason for having him on is today, June 16th, would have been Frank Fallon's 93rd birthday. So we, on this date, on June 16th, like to, uh, you know, like to salute Frank, uh, remind people of what a great man he was, what a great broadcaster he was, uh, Voice of the Bears, 1953 to 1995. And in my book, he'll always be the Voice of the Bears. I'm in that chair right now. Somebody else will follow me. Somebody will follow them. But Frank Fallon will always be the voice of the Baylor Bears. So it's fun on this date, Frank's birth date, to remember him. And we'll do that today in a uh, visit with Craig Harper. Uh, I know, I know for a fact, Craig has some great stories about working with Frank. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I loved Frank Fallon. He was the voice of my childhood. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Listening, listening to Baylor basketball and football on the radio, I've just, I listened to him my entire life. So yeah. it, it's a it's a really special day, and I'm looking forward to it. How many people listening to us when I mentioned the name Frank Fallon said, "Oh, yeah, Frank Fallon." <laughs> the you dulc- know, the just, dulcet tones, yes. Just the oh. voice, man, and oh. such a great guy. Yep. So, uh, so you like to uh, push out our interviews that we do on podcast. I sent you a picture <laughs> that you'll use uh, with this interview with Craig. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a good chuckle out of that picture, didn't you? Yeah. Even if you're not a Twitter user, mm-hmm. you can still go look at some tweets. Okay. Go after I post it, after we talk with Craig Harper. Right. Uh, and I post that to Twitter. Go find it just for the picture. I promise it's worth it. <laughs> It is worth it. It is a, a it's a picture of of uh, Frank, you, yep, Craig, Craig, and Jerry Clemens. Okay, yeah, I did not producer. know the, yeah, fir- the fourth person in the back there. Yeah, John looks like a he's about <laughs> seventeen years old in the picture. <laughs> right, and it is it's it's a great picture, but it's an amazing kind of time capsule. Nineteen eighty seven. That was the first year we Craig and I worked on the uh, the network broadcast. That was the last game of the year. It was the Rice game. And I think the only picture we took all year, <laughs> I, I think I remember saying, hey, can we get a picture here? And oh, Frank, you know, oh, yeah, certainly we need to do that. Right. So, By the way, um, when I got the picture, <laughs> I had, John had to correct me because <laughs> I, it looks like he's wearing a uh, – Car air freshener on his belt. It looks <laughs> like a little. Freshener. It looks like a little car air freshener tree, but it's actually his press credential it's for the day. So. for Baylor Rice. But, but after I post that, and I will set, t- I'll let you know when I post it. But it'll be right after the interview, within a few minutes. Go look at that picture. It'll make your day. All right, very good. I'll put that picture up on uh, Instagram also. So nice. If you're listening to us. You can find that. But that's. Uh, I, I got to tell you, that's a cherished picture for me. You know, that crew working with Frank, Craig, and Jerry, that means the world to me. Absolutely. And it, it, it's, it's, it's just, I love it. It's really, it's so full of nostalgia and it, it's a, 
like I said, it's a great time capsule of that moment. You <laughs> you kind of get a feel for being in that booth, oh, you know. I mean, cool. it's a great great picture. That's nice. Of you also, a little funny though, because you're so young and yeah, I've I, well, it goes back. You've looked the same ever since I've known you, and I've known you 20 years. You right, know? So right, right. To see a picture of you when you were younger, it's that's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. All right, very good. So that's coming, and a uh, visit with Craig Harper is coming as well. Hey, we're off and running on a Friday. We are glad you were with us. Frank Fallon's birth date is what we uh, celebrate and recognize today. Stay with us. We'll take a break. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just hard feet away in McGregor. We treat you like family. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service.
Back with us, it's the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. The uh, Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day now daily in the 3 o'clock hour through the summer. Maybe longer than that. But that, Aaron, you uh, you had to search it. I like it. I didn't know who it was, but you found out it's uh, Ronnie Laws. Yeah, I had never heard it either. I like it, though. I like it. Very good. Fits right in with the uh, Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. All right, uh, we're going to visit with Craig Harper, longtime former engineer with us, Baylor Network. 25 years for Craig uh, engineering with us, and the occasion to have him on is today would have been Frank Fallon's 93rd birthday. And to be honest, any opportunity to sing Frank's praises, we're going to do it. We're going to take that opportunity. So we're going to do that today on what would have been Frank's birthday, or it is his birth date today. Visit with Craig. Craig's got some stories. I don't know if I'll lead him this way or not, but one that's interesting with Frank is uh, Frank would, as we got ready for a broadcast, he'd get cotton and he'd put cotton in both of his ears and then put on those headsets and would tell Craig, Craig, give me presents, give me presents, like fill up his headsets with sound. But he put cotton in there, huh. which you would think would muffle the sound. Uh-huh. So I really don't know the story about why cotton, but he would do that, I remember, every single broadcast. Hmm. What yeah, do you think? I, th- I've, I've, I know some people that done that in the industry but it's usually was way back in the day when they were doing a show with someone else and there right. wasn't separate headphone volume oh, okay. like when oh, i yeah. did the did the afternoon show with tom and coach back in the day um i used to have the there was only one volume You're right they were they both needed high volume up. yeah uh-huh. uh, to hear so i had i used to had have to put the headphones Kind of halfway on, halfway off. Yeah, yeah. So I could hear, but also not, you know, lose hearing. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know if that was the case. I, I, but but I know that Lark does that. Lark Smith. With cotton? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he puts cotton in his ears. All right. When he's on, you know, with someone else mm-hmm. who has to have volume higher. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, Frank always did that. And uh, um, then he would ask Craig, presents, Craig, give me uh, lots of presents. Nice. <laughs> To which Craig would fire back at him, Frank, it's not Christmas. No presents today. (laughs) So, you know, people think of Frank as being the serious guy, Mm -hmm. and he came across that way just because he was so, you know, stately and gentlemanly and, you know, professional in everything he did. My wife, for a long time, thought, oh, man, he's so serious. But, man, he liked to laugh. He liked to have fun. And Craig could push his buttons, you know, (laughs) kidding him with things like that. So. That was that was really a cool part of our uh, crew, you know, <laughs> when when uh, Frank would get uh, tickled at something, you know, and it happened every once in a while, and it usually centered around Craig. So let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll be joined by uh, former longtime engineer for the Baylor Radio Network, Craig Harper. We're talking Frank Fallon today on Frank's birth date. He would have been 93 years old today. We'll have that when we come back. Hey, stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Cars priced right, day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car in Waco, Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Listen to the John Moore Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys sitting here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. Tanner Roofing Incorporated, located in Belton, Texas, has been family-owned and operated since 1956 and specializes in residential, commercial, industrial, metal, TPO, coatings, shingles, and repairs. With over 50 years' experience in the roofing industry, Tanner Roofing Incorporated has achieved the following recognitions. Better Business Bureau A+, Owens Corning Platinum Preferred Contractor, Firestone Building Products Approved Contractor, and Muleheit Coating Certified Installer. Call Tanner Roofing Incorporated today for a free estimate at 254-939-0343 or check them out online at tannerroofing.com. Larry Gatewood needs one more basket to set a new Baylor school record for most baskets in a single ball game. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Gatewood in the right-hand corner. Starts the drive. He puts the shot up. He hit it. A new school record for Larry Gatewood. 16 field goals with 23 seconds left. It's 81 to 73, 33 points for Gatewood. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Like I said earlier, you hear the uh, dulcet tones of Frank Fallon, and those of you that know and know and remember him just go, that is so good. That is so great. 
And we are celebrating Frank Fallon today, what would have been his 93rd birthday today, June 16th. We are remembering him uh, very fondly. He means uh, the world to me and to Aaron and to so many people, including our next guest, Craig Harper joins us. Craig, uh, well, really sort of grew up around Frank and then uh, really grew up in the profession doing Baylor (laughs) broadcasts for 25 years as our engineer. And Craig, thanks for being on with us today. Well, thanks for having me on, John. I guess the last time uh, that we were on together here on KRCI was uh, we were at the lunch, the luncheon, the alumni luncheon, what, a year and a half or two years ago. And then I followed you to the radio station, and we talked on the air for a while, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, very good. Well, thanks for being on with us today. Uh, You've got a busy schedule somewhat. Uh, Thanks for making time for us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm happy to. I'm winding down my career, so yeah, it's busy. Yeah, very good. I hope we have time to talk a little Rangers before we uh, sign off today. But uh, yes, that would be good. I know. Let's start with Frank. And uh, what are your earliest recollections of Frank? Being around him, seeing him, hearing him. How far does that go back for you? Well, it's really interesting. I hung around KWTX TV when I was nine years old, <laughs> and actually. Um, kind of in a way grew up around the TV station and the radio station there on Bosky. And Frank was the general manager of channel of uh, AM and FM. And I don't remember specifically the first time we met. He, uh, he was always there on Saturday mornings, especially during football season, getting ready to do, he did Waco high, Dave South did Midway on radio. And then he would do Baylor and then he would do the Liberty. Anyway, we would start just visiting as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and we talked about radio, just talked about different parts of the business, and he was such a kind, kind man, and I think he was that way with me because Kyle and I are very close in age, just one of his sons, and so I got to know Kyle and Mark and Steve during basketball because I did do basketball for three or four seasons, when it went to WACO, I was working at WACO Radio, and when the games moved over there from KWTX AM, uh, Frank asked me to be his engineer. And so I have a picture here in my office. I have that picture you were talking about earlier of the four of us doing football, but I actually have a photo here on the wall in my office at home uh, Frank, Pat Nunley in his first or second game, yep. and myself at the Heart of Texas Coliseum. And that was when Frank decided he needed an engineer uh, for the broadcast. He wasn't going to do it himself. So I did basketball for a couple of years there. And then in 82, you and I were working on the Grand Tap TV show. And that took me away from being able to do uh, Baylor radio. And I kind of stepped away until we joined football in 86. Isn't that great? Man, great memories going back. And a lot of people, I mean, you understand, we're talking to a lot of people who who don't remember mm-hmm. going back that far, um, but certainly remember Frank, uh, you know, doing the Baylor games for, uh, for 43 years as he did. Uh, and they say, wait a second, he did high school football? Wait a second, he did the Oilers also? But right. there was a stretch there where he was doing high school on Friday and Baylor on Saturday and an Oilers game on Sunday. That's exactly right. And, you know, we used to have a jingle on KWTX AM 
that said the great Texas sports station, one, two, three, KWTX, and it was the truth. Uh, we did Waco schools, the Waco high schools on AM on Friday night. On FM, we did Midway. And then sometimes Conley, I guess when Midway was off, and then he would do Baylor or wherever they were mm-hmm. doing football. And then he would leave the Baylor location and then either drive or drive to an airport and fly to meet the Houston Oilers. And I think he also hosted their TV show, oh, gosh. their coach's show. <laughs> he was he was not a man that sat around. And, and plus he was running – he was the general manager of the two radio stations on top of all of that. Yeah. And uh, he was always busy, always a professional, and always had time to to spend with a fan. There were many times, you and I both over the years had people that would come up to Frank there in the, the bowels of Baylor Stadium or at the Heart of Texas Coliseum, later the Ferrell Center, and want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Because he was on TV, you know, whenever... Channel 10 signed on in 1955. Frank was a TV personality as well. And he hosted a newscast that is sponsored by Pipton's uh, drugstore there in Waco. And I have a photo of my KWTX history of him anchoring the news. It was like a midday newscast. And then he filled in for Johnny Watkins on the radio every morning. And so, you know, he was just a very busy and well-qualified man. Greg, uh, given that history and uh, as far back as you go with Frank, what is it, do you think, and you've been around broadcasting for a long time yourself, what is it that made Frank so good? I mean, he had the voice, he had the God-given talent, but Mm -hmm. what made him so good? He had an incredible ability much like you do, ability to describe something, to sit. You know, he and I were driving to to Dallas one time to do an SMU game on basketball, and it was just he and I. And we talked about the fact that you have to be able to describe what's in front of you. And we talked about how he used to practice describing cars driving by when he was a kid, when he grew up in El Paso and other places where he was practicing being able to describe what he saw. And that really gave him the ability to describe the moving parts of football or baseball or basketball, his ability to remember things, which is kind of a inside joke for a lot of us (laughs) memory about memorizing the numbers. You know, he had a chart in front of him, much like you use today that says that, the linebackers number 17 is is Fred Jones, and here's all the stats. Frank never looked at that unless he needed to pick up on a note about their weight or they're a senior at Baylor or at Texas or wherever we were playing. And those were the things I think made him so good at what he could do. He could describe it. One of the things he did that he told me many, many, many years ago what the current tips used to do on Southwest Conference radio was describe the football field or the basketball court as they're moving left to right on your radio dial. So in your mind, you knew that Baylor was on the left side of the dial in the first half and we were moving to the right or that A&M was on the right side, moving to the left. And you would paint that picture and he could describe things in a way that you felt like while you're driving at night, listening at home on a 
transistor radio or wherever you were, you were in the heart of Texas Coliseum, you were at Baylor Stadium or wherever he was. He just, that was a God-given talent along with the voice. Greg Harper, our guest uh, for 25 years, the uh, radio engineer for the Baylor Radio Network for football many years prior to that. Worked uh, with and around Frank Fallon. We're remembering Frank today uh, on his birth date. And uh, I said this earlier, Craig, uh, you can expound on this or dispute it if if you'd like. But uh, Frank, you know, just comes across so serious because he's so professional on everything. But man, he liked to laugh and he liked to have fun, didn't he? Yes, in fact, several pictures that popped into my mind. One of them was that turn around and look at me when either something he said or you said or Coach Taft would say, he would just kind of turn around and look right. knowing that this is pretty funny to us. Now, the, the listener may not get it. Right. You know, he, uh, he would do his hand signals for me during the games. When he wanted the crowd to come up louder, he would put his hand up like he was holding a pizza in the air. And if you wanted more, he kind of bounced his hand. Um, you know, we would have inside jokes that the time I moved to Frisco up here in the North Texas area in 1993, we were either winning big or getting beat big. I don't remember, but he decided to get into the conversation about Frisco, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny on the air because he couldn't remember the name of the mascot. We told him and then he, you know, so no, he was, uh, very serious when he needed to be serious. He made us serious when we needed to be serious. I'll tell you one of the funniest stories about that was we were we had a big tw- a, uh, a big eight Southwest Conference package, and we were all playing a round of home and home with big eight teams. And I don't remember John if we were in Ames or Lawrence or where we were, but we got there on Saturday morning because of whatever reason we didn't get there on our traditional Friday. I'm setting up on, on Saturday morning and none of our phone lines are in the right place or they weren't there. Hmm. And so we're scrambling. The game was a 2 PM game. We were there probably about eight and uh, Frank was sitting maybe with you and maybe Jerry was still producing at the time in the press box somewhere, just kind of going over notes. And I'm, I'm literally going door to door looking for phone lines to make the broadcast. Right. About one o'clock before we go on the air at one thirty, we're good. I go and tell you the three of you that we're good. We're we connection to Dallas for the Southwest Conference Radio Network. All right. And he gets up and gets his book and walks into the control room or in the, the announce booth there and uh, much smaller than ours at home and and he's putting cotton in his ears, which we can talk about in a second. And I said, well, Frank, I'll tell you, this is uh, it's going to be okay. I stole a line from the athletic director's office. Then I found, and he puts his hand up in front of my face. Greg, I don't need to hear the labor pains. Just show me the baby. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm right. right. And he said, are we going to be on the air? Yes. Is everyone going to hear it that's listening? Yes. That's all I need to know. That's all he needs to know. <laughs> so, so I I have taken that approach the rest of my life was look, no one needs to know about the labor pain to show me the baby. But that was that was one of those moments of got it. I understand all you care about is we're gonna make 
make the job happen, and that's all that matters. Oh, that's a great story. And you mentioned the cotton. I mentioned that earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Tell everybody that the sort of nuance of, of Frank, every broadcast for him. It was. So we would <laughs> – I think we did – we may have done like a scrimmage, you and Frank and Jerry and I, before our first game on the air. And back in those days, we came to Dallas as a radio network, all the teams did. And we met, talked about the Southwest Conference Network and each team, et cetera. And so we went out and did, I think, a, the green and white game where we did something at Baylor Stadium as practice for us as a new team. And uh, we're sitting there, and we're sitting in the, the home booth, and Frank opens this little box very, very meticulously and pulls out cotton and balls it up and puts it in his left ear, and then he puts it in his right ear. And I'm just watching him. I'm sitting above him on a platform, and then he puts his headphones on, and he turns around and says, all right, no more presence, which means he wanted louder. More presence, correct. More pre- Keep going. More, more, more. And I actually said, well, maybe the cotton <laughs> right. is impeding, you know, maybe. And he just kind of looked at me. Nothing was said. I said, okay, let me turn it up a little louder. I realized that the cotton was a key part to him. But what that did is it killed any ambient sound, I guess. Mm. And all he heard what was on his headphones. And he wanted a lot of crowd. He wanted to hear you. He, wanted, he really didn't care about hearing himself. He just wanted to be in the moment, especially if we were in a booth that the windows were closed. Basketball was exactly the same way that he was He was there. Now, the, one of the boys could be there or June could call or, well, I guess we didn't have portable phones back then, but something else could happen was not important. What was important was the task at hand, and that was the basketball or the football broadcast or even baseball. I never got to do baseball with him, but but between basketball and football, he was, I'm right there. This is my job, and I'm going to do the best job I can to represent myself and Baylor University. And he did it. I mean, he represented uh, Baylor, gosh, as well as anybody has through the years. Uh, visiting with Craig Harper, remembering Frank Fallon on his birth date today. Um, Craig, when, when I have the opportunity to tell Frank stories, I, my go-to is usually the anteater story in Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. is that top of your list or any other, uh, really good Frank Fallon anecdote you could share with us? Well, there's, there's two, um, the first one is at the end of my first season of football, I realized that he liked to know the weather. And I have a I have a geek geek part of me that likes weather as well, and so for the next season, I made my a note to buy a digital thermometer that would tell us that the temperature was ninety two you know ninety two point one degrees is cooler than ninety two point nine degrees. Right. And so I bought this this thermometer at Radio Shack, and I brought it with me for our second season, and we're doing you know, preseason games, non-conference games. And I have it sitting up there next to him. He always sat on the right-hand side. You were on the left. He was on the right. I had it where when he would look to his right, see the scoreboard at Baylor, he would also see the temperature. He really didn't pay a lot of attention to it. So we go on the air. We're doing the pregame, which is very busy. 
then we were into the game, and, and I think we scored pretty quickly because it became one of those uh, games that we were going to need other things to talk about. So he he says, well, John, uh, I now know that it is 97.3 degrees here at the stadium. And I think you just responded, oh, okay, great. And you said, or Frank says, on the Craig Harper digital thermometer. And it was born. And, and it was born to the point that, I kid you not, in the last six months, I can't remember if it was at church or where it was, but someone has mentioned the thermometer. Oh. And it just became, that was its name for then on, was it's 93 degrees on the Craig Harper digital thermometer. Yeah. And for all the I years, for all the years for, and, and beyond you also, yes. we still travel with the Craig Harper digital thermometer. We don't refer to it that much. I mean, it's on your iPhone right in front of you, but we still right, travel right. with the Craig Harper digital thermometer. Well, one of the highest compliments was our friends, Brad Sham and Craig Way, were doing the University of Texas radio. Craig was played by, I mean, uh, Brad was played by playing. Craig was color. And Brad came in because I knew Brad from doing the NCAA basketball tournament. And Brad said, let me see this thermometer. <laughs> and I showed it to him and describe it. And he wrote down on a little piece of paper that it's a realistic and then the model number. Right. So he goes and buys a thermometer and gives it to um, our friend who, who is the engineer, well, there was uh, Bill and, anyway, the Texas broadcast team. And then I was told by a third party that they called it the Craig Harper digital <laughs> thermometer. On the Texas broadcast. On the Texas radio network. Right? <laughs> so that was always kind of high high uh, praise. But the, the Vietnam, I'm sorry, Fayetteville trip <laughs> where we were playing there on ESPN with a stadium that had no lights except portable lights on one side. And the anteater story uh, will always go down as one of my favorite moments. But I'll tell you another Arkansas story is we were doing basketball. A lot of times in the early years, Pat didn't travel as much with us because he was just becoming a, uh, a lawyer and was getting his practice going. So Frank and I flew to, uh, I believe we were in Fayetteville. No, might have been a little rocky. Anyway, we were doing basketball. And this was during the days of the 40 Minutes of Hell Arkansas basketball when they were really good. Right. And we were good, but we weren't that good. But we came out of the shoot and we scored. I remember this was the Terry Teagle uh, years or what years this was, but we're doing pretty well. Well, by the first time out, the radio and TV time out at like seven minutes left, we take the break and we're up and we're sitting there courtside and something kind of falls between Frank and I. And we look and it was a big chunk of ice. Hmm. So I just pick it up and put it under the table. By, by the time that we were heading into halftime, and we were winning that game, there were things being thrown at us because we were the Baylor broadcast. <laughs> and it became serious enough that Frank, you know, asked me to kind of keep an eye out where there was police officers or whatever, because the Arkansas fans were not happy they were getting beat. Right. 
I don't remember if we won that one or lost it. I just remember the first half was pretty critical. And then uh, we flew home that night into a very foggy uh, Madison Cooper Airport and had to not land there and, and go on to Dallas. We had overnight in Dallas because of no way to, to land. But but that was an interesting night to, to go from. It was a fun game to it became kind of serious for us and the team. There were There were things being thrown at. The team sitting next to us as well. Wow, old Barnhill Arena in Fayetteville. Yeah, Barn. That's right, man. And and we have. I don't know if uh, you and I didn't didn't pre-read this, but we have the TCU um, game where we were we were left um, <laughs> in, in Fort Worth, and uh, right. Um, it's a great story. But one of the funny things about that is. It was Frank and Pat and I, and Ed Burleson was our, our statistician. And we're sitting courtside, and we had the coach on who walked from the, the uh, bench directly over to us and said, are you going to talk to me? I handed him a headset, and Frank says, well, now joining us is Baylor basketball coach, and we interview him. And it's yes, no, no, and he slams down the headset. And I'm watching him walk away, and he goes right to the vomitory at TCU and out, not to the locker room. So we were in a break, and I said to Frank, I said, I think they're leaving. Oh, no, no, they're not leaving. It's okay. (laughs) I got up, and I said, I'll be right back. I left the mics open, and I went to the bus, and the bus door was closing, and I banged on the door, and the driver opened the door. I went in and got Frank's briefcase and his coat, and he had like a fedora hat. I got my coat off the bus. I got off the bus. The bus pulled out, backed up, turned around, left TCU. I come back, and Frank and Pat are going through the stats. And uh, I tapped Frank on the shoulder while Pat was talking, and he took his headset off. And I said, "Um, the bus is left. (laughs) No, 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 no. They're just, they're going for gas. <laughs> yeah, right. I said, no, they're going for home. <laughs> so anyway, we, we got left. And it was just, the, it was just one of those things that was Frank. Frank would not believe that that would happen. And no one else could believe that that would happen either to the voice of the Baylor. Bear. That's it. Well, you know, th- that's Pat, an example. Nice. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say that's an example of how fondly Frank, uh, how highly he was respected because it wasn't that that coach who remained nameless, uh, that coach left you guys. It was that he left Frank Fallon. You left Frank Fallon in Fort Worth, you know, and that was the, that was the uh, fallout from that. It was. In fact, the beginning of the story on the front page of the Waco Tribune Herald was in the second sentence or third sentence was that left in Fort Worth was Baylor (laughs) radio play-by-play man, Frank Fallon and his crew. Um, You know, that was the, and that was the end of his career Baylor, but I mean the coach, but no, that was exactly the point. It wasn't the point of we got demolished and we were embarrassed or whatever happened. It was the fact that you treated Frank that way. Yeah, And I think that that, that did that did cause the end, yeah. 
Hey, man, great to visit with you. Great stories. We could talk uh, the rest of the afternoon and tell Frank Fallon stories, but uh, I appreciate you being on with us and great to uh, hear from you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thanks for letting me be on the radio. Uh (laughs) I appreciate it. Craig Harper, our guest, uh, for 25 years, the radio engineer with Baylor football, many years uh, prior to that, working around Frank Fallon and some great stories there as we salute Frank on his birth date today. Take a break. Be back with more right after this. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's Dodge season at Allen Samuels in Waco, and we've got some major deals on these Hot Wheels. This month, you can get the legendary 2023 Dodge Challenger or Dodge Charger SXT GT or RT with total values up to $2,000. And if you're a first responder, you get an extra $500 off. Allen Samuels in Waco is the place to shop for Dodges. Shop the greatest selection in Central Texas and find the right hot rod for you. Stop in today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com while supplies last. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Mother's Day has just passed, and now they're honoring dads and grads. At Morrison Gifts, they have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, shave kit, luggage, or accessories. Dads would love the selection of award-winning barbecue rubs, and for the grads, Consuela, Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks. Bring Morrison's his favorite bottle of wine, and we'll customize design a gift basket to go around it. As always, free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on a Friday. Great to visit with uh, Craig Harper and, and really great to just salute and honor Frank Fallon. Today on his birthday, June 16th, date never uh, comes that, well, there's not many days that come and go that I don't think about him and 
just his lasting legacy at Baylor and beyond. Just such a gentleman and such a professional and just such a, uh, again, I asked Aaron Craig about uh, what made him so good. You know, he had the voice. He had the God-given talent, but he didn't just rely on that. He worked so hard. He was so prepared. It's one of the main things I learned from him is just be prepared, and uh, he did. I mean, he was as prepared as anybody I've ever known or worked with. So um, just just really, really great to be able to honor Frank. And I uh, uh, the eight years that I was able to work with him on the football broadcast, best learning experience anybody could have. Absolute best. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, That's absolute a, best. <laughs> that would, I, I, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but I can't think of one right offhand. Yeah. That would, I don't know. It's like. Jordan teaching you how to play base basketball, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it really, right. it's a, that's a masterclass in broadcasting. <laughs> that's exactly right. So I just think the world about Frank, uh, of Frank and, uh, great to be able to share some of those stories and hear from Craig Harper today. All right. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between four and six on a Friday? We will talk with Baylor associate head coach, Baylor basket, men's basketball associate head coach, John Jacobs. Uh, we will talk about Jalen Bridges returning to the team next season after entering the transfer portal and the NBA draft decided to come back next year. We'll also talk about some of the new faces with three highly recruited freshmen and uh, two transfers plus the returners and, and kind of get an overview of the team, to ex- what to expect next year from the team. And uh, uh, spoiler alert, the expectations will be high once again. <laughs> right, exactly. We will also talk with KCEN Channel 6 Sports Director Curtis Quillen. And uh, we've got realignment news and transfer portal news for Campus Confidential. Neither one of those are a shock, but it is some breaking news. So you want to tune into that. All right, very good. Uh, is one of those notes uh, West Coast related? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's the conference realignment. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen that. Actually, Bruce texted me about that earlier. All right. Uh, that's the Matt Mosley Show coming up next. Stay tuned for that. A couple of uh, birthdays to mention today. Uh, again, it is Frank Fallon's birth date. Frank passed away April 30th, 2004. Great, great man. Great representative of Baylor. And uh, we at Baylor should all be very proud of uh, our association uh, for many years with Frank Fallon. Uh, Frank's birth date today. It is also looking at the list here. Uh, Matthew Mursky's birthday today. Matt Mursky, a football player at Baylor. Gosh, that may be it. It's a really. Let me check one of the list, Aaron. Uh, oh yeah, there's oh yeah, there's more. Yeah, there's a lot more. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot, but quality. No, Levi right, right. Levi Norwood's birthday played oh, wow, uh, football yeah. and basketball at Baylor. Happy birthday to Levi Norwood and Holly Rowe's birthday with ESPN. Happy birthday to Holly Rowe. So there's our birthday list. Who would you add to that? Quick update from the College World Series: TCU with three runs in the top of the eighth, and they lead now. Excuse me, the bottom of the eighth, and they lead now five. To two, so they are three outs away from moving on in the winner's bracket with a win over Oral Roberts in the College World Series. Nice. Three runs, bottom of the eighth inning to take a 5-2 lead over ORU. And not a super long list, but a quality list as always for birthdays. Lori Metcalf, who played 
Roseanne's sister Jackie on Roseanne and the Connors also played Sheldon's mom on the Big Bang Theory. She's mm-hmm. had quite the career. She was also, fun fact that I didn't know this, she was the voice of Andy's mom in the Toy Story movies. Oh, really? So that? happy birthday to Lori Metcalf, who's 68. Four-time world champion boxer Roberto Duran, obviously most well-known for his uh, decision not to come out of his corner against against Sugar Ray Leonard and saying the immortal words, no mas. He is 72. And the hefty lefty, Phil Mickelson, six-time major award winner and one of the faces of, well, it's not Live Golf anymore. They merged with the PGA Tour. (laughs) Anyway, we'll skip that. Anyway, Phil Mickelson, six-time major winner, is 53. Very good. Good birthdays. Can we dip into tomorrow? I won't be here tomorrow. I don't know about you, Aaron, sure. but I won't be here tomorrow. Mitch Thompson's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. you, you got to dip Happy in Happy birthday to Coach Thompson. Uh, Coach Thompson. Uh, Clay Fuller's birthday among those tomorrow as well. Steph is coming into the studio. It's not your birthday tomorrow. We know November. You're going to keep reminding us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're we, not going to forget. It's November. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you won't sneak up on us. Another quick update. Oral Roberts now has uh, first and third with no outs Gosh. in the top of the ninth. So this game is, is man, this not game, over. Every game with Oral Roberts is amazingly exciting, and yeah. this is no no exception. All right, we'll keep you updated on that. They're in the top of the ninth inning, game one, College World Series from Omaha. Right now, TCU up on ORU 5-2. Uh, top of the ninth, no outs, two on for the Golden Eagles. Thanks again to Craig Harper, who was on with us as we remember and celebrate uh, Frank Fallon today on his birthday. We appreciate you tuning in. Stay tuned. Aaron and Steph and Matt are coming up next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. And this ball game belongs to the Beta Bears. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor.